Good evening, everyone. If you can hear me, I'm checking all my streams to make sure everything's working. I'm doing this a little bit differently, kind of like I did last night. You guys just got a little behind-the-scenes sneak peek at me trying to make myself look presentable. Um, we're using Riverside to stream tonight because that's just what we used last night. So we make sure looks good on YouTube, looks good on the Rumbles. Awesome. On Rumble, you guys got to make sure you like, share, subscribe, and do all that other stuff where you're engaging with my content um, to tell them that I'm here and we're doing stuff and we're having shows and everything. I hope you guys were able to tune in last night. That was a lot of fun. We had the lectern guy, um, the guy who was at the Capitol causing all sorts of trouble on that day in January that I'm not even sure we want to talk about. Which, he's such a cool guy. He's a really fun commentator. He has a lot of fun takes. And there's a reason he was at the Capitol, because he was causing trouble for sure. And he is a lot of fun to talk to. He is a pal of mine and Andy's at this point. So if you guys don't follow him, he is a lectern leader on Twitter, I believe. I pulled up a few of these articles, but kind of I'm just looking at my Twitter timeline. Here, let me show you guys. This is my beautiful, glorious Twitter timeline I'm so proud of. I have a GIF that indicates like, mm-hmm, yep, I called that one. Because this tweet from John Solomon says, Media malpractice, AP quietly removes baseless, violent confrontations from Target Story. And I have this pulled up. Fascinating. This has been one of my main points, and that's been that they have absolutely no evidence that there have been any threats against any target employees coming from the right. They've just used this as an excuse. I don't know if you guys have seen. Um, let me see if I have that on my timeline too. But Twitter put out this letter talking about how there were all these threats against their poor employees and they just have to pull some of these um, – Let's see here. They had to pull some of these products into the backs of the stores. So they don't have to, so that their employees won't be targeted by these mean right-wing people. And I said, we all know that they just don't want their ratings from the uh, human rights campaign to be downgraded. Okay. Let's be real. They don't actually believe what they're saying. They're just pushing it because they think it will help them cover their tails. And that's all they care about. That's all they care about. They're the most spineless, disgusting people, honestly, I've ever had to deal with. Thankfully, I don't actually have to deal with them too much. This is a great email that Greg Price found too. I have obtained internal emails that Target sent to their employees following the Pride Month disaster that's caused them to lose $9 billion in one week, where it goes from standing with the LGBTQIA plus community to the anniversary of George Floyd, LMFAO. Seriously, seriously funny stuff. You love to see it. Let's read this email real quick. It's good stuff. Yesterday was a very hard day for Target. And as CEO Brian Cornell said, thank you for the care you've shown each other, our frontline teams, and the LGBTQIA+. Some people have added WTF to the end of this acronym, and I like it. Community. Today brings more reflection, pain, and the need for continued care as our team, hometown, and world remember the anniversary of the murder of George Floyd. As you make space, to, oh my gosh, I can't handle it. As you make space to take care of yourself. Guys, I just have to check in with everyone in my audience here right now. Are you all making space to take care of yourselves? Because you better be. Because that's kind of language the left uses. Thankfully, we on the right are not such um, 
doughboys as to need that kind of ridiculous coddling. Know that you can always tap into these tools, hyperlink, from team member life resources. And as Mental Health Awareness Month continues, oh gosh, of course it is, turn to the Take 5 to Take Care Hub for more well-being support. Oh my gosh. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Incredible. (laughs) And here's YAF saying, Target sending out company emails like push LGBTQ push BLM and it's the superhero and he's pressing both of them and he's got that big smile on his face that we know and love. Thank you guys all so much for joining me this evening. It is now officially 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. I appreciate your presence. Derek, thank you for being the person in the chat over on Rumble. I moved to Rumble for the views. Smart thinking. I appreciate it. Good stuff. Love the idea of being on more than one platform. Very important. Hello, Whisper. How is everyone doing? Hope all are well. Kevin says, hey, Lids. Hi, Andy. Awesome. Why you came says, hello. Always good to see you. Welcome, why you came. I appreciate that. Good afternoon, mom and dad-to-be. Thank you very much. Dark, Dirk. I almost said dark. Sorry about that. It says Dirk the Daring, and I mix them together. I appreciate all of you guys. I love my small audience. I love everyone in my chat, even the people who poke fun at me. I think it's all wonderful. I am so excited to see Target losing like this, and I have to say, I think we have what it takes to turn Target into the next Bud Light. I have been saying on Twitter to Bud Light them up because I love it. The idea of lighting someone up involves like putting them completely on blast, Exactly what we want to do here. Let's read this article from Just the News. We love them. Got a little distracted with that email. It was horrifying. Wire service also did not tell readers it had removed threats to workers from headline. Some media outlets still running original story with no evidence cited. Let's look at archive.is to see if we can find this article. All right, let's see here. What is the name of the article? Okay, good. We got a link. Okay, go away, ad. Thank you for that. Thank you. Oh, this is the archived version. Okay, good. Target removes some LGBTQ web uh, merchandise from stores ahead of June Pride Month after threats to workers. Target is removing certain items from its stores and making other changes to its LGBTQ merchandise nationwide ahead of Pride Month. Here we are. After an intense backlash from some customers, including violent confrontations with its workers. I keep asking for proof. There is no proof of this anywhere. I haven't seen any videos. I haven't seen anything that could literally even be misconstrued as violence coming from the right on this front. And it's just making me go, hmm, kind of like that guy who crashed into the front close to the White House. There was a really neatly unfurled, crisp, clean, brand new Nazi flag laid carefully out on the sidewalk behind beside this U-Haul truck. And it just makes you go, Hmm, isn't that interesting? Same energy. Since introducing this year's collection, we've experienced threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work. Oh, oh, this is exactly the trick, right? This is how they get it. This is what. This is how they make it work. And this should tell you something about how the left operates as a whole. Okay, they need someone to blame for this very, very, very badly because they are terrified of what happened to Bud Light happening to them. This is coming from an inside source at Target saying there have been conversations about not going the way of Bud Light. So they quickly find any possible thing to blame for this. Good. It's coming from the right. Perfect. Let's roll with it. 
So this is exactly what they're doing. Because as we know, I don't know if I remind if I need to remind you guys of this, human rights campaign Bud Light. Let's take a look at what the human rights campaign did to Bud Light. Anheuser-Busch loses top LGBTQ plus rating over its Bud Light response. Last year, the Human Rights Campaign Foundation gave Bud Light parent company Anheuser-Busch a top rating for equity, excuse me, equality. But because of how the company handled backlash, excuse me, I have the hiccups again, to a sponsored post by a trans activist, it's now off the list. Yeah, that's right. Bud Light decided they wanted to get into the culture war game. This is what happened to them. And I think that Target is terrified of losing whatever rating they have. In fact, I was wanting to look up the rating of human rights campaign that that human rights campaign has for Target. Campaign, company, ratings, and then we will look at Target. All right, let's see. This better be a list. Ugh, I guess I'll give you cookies. Bunch of jerks. All right. Don't really know what I'm looking for here. All right, we got best places to work, gender equity and inclusion, blah, blah, blah. List of companies. Let me see if I can find newly rated companies. I don't think that's what we want. Uh, Yeah, okay, let's see. Target. Target Core, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Remember when all that rioting was happening in Minneapolis and people were tearing into Target and stealing-ish left and right? Did Target say something like they said just now about imaginary threats from the right? No. They said it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. It's all in the name of equality, George Floyd, may he rest in peace, etc. Yeah, this is different. And this is why they're using this in this way. So I really feel like this list is a list of companies that you probably should just avoid all outright. And I'm going to say it because uh, I've been saying it all day in the light of Target. Public Square is the app to use to find companies that don't hate your guts. And I know they're pretty busy right now. They're becoming very popular lately. But McGraw-Hill is a curriculum company. McKesson makes medical stuff. Uh, Medtronic, probably also medical supplies. Merck is pharma. Interesting. You guys should go check this out for sure. MetLife, of course, is insurance. Levi Strauss. I know Public Square has an alternative to them for sure. Kraft Heinz. So you can't even have ketchup without fear of supporting a pro-LGBTQ. Ikea, give me a break. Ikea makes affordable furniture. I like their stuff. I have a bed frame picked out from them. Ugh, I'm going to have to rethink that. This is hard, right? This is really challenging to try to choose a company that doesn't actually hate your guts. But thankfully, we have apps like Public Square to help you find these other companies. They are out there. Trust me, they exist and they are trying to make a living. We have the Daily Wire for stuff, hopefully, like kids content in the future. We have, you know, Jordan Peterson doing his Bible roundtable meetings over there. Very, very cool stuff they're doing there. And I'm really excited for the future because it feels like this is what's making us split into two different economies, right? We will leave Target to the normal economy. We'll have our parallel economy. It's going to be fine. We'll still be able to get everything we need. It's going to be okay. But 
it's going to take some concentration. So we have Apple. That's great. So glad to be using Apple product. American Eagle. American Airlines. Boo. See, these are companies we all use and it makes it feel like there's no escaping, which is hard, but we'll find a way. We'll find a way. We're just going to have to go with it for a little while as we figure it out. But yeah, not surprising at all that Target is on their list for sure. I am just so happy that they're being crushed already. This is only the first week and we cannot let up on this. Okay. So part of the reason that the, what, what happened over at Bud Light was so impactful was because we did not let up. It's now been almost two months that Bud Light has been dealing with this. And that's a really long time in conservative boycott years, right? like a really long time. And I think that's something worth remembering. Uh, I had a guy commenting on my Twitter saying he just went to um, Target. He didn't care. It looked like a rainbow had thrown up or whatever in there. He's like, I just got what I needed and went out because it's not that big a deal. And I said, that sounds very libertarian. And that kind of ties into an argument that I've kind of been having lately on Twitter about the role of libertarianism in conservatism, because there is a There's a strain of thought in libertarianism that says that you must and you should empower everyone to do literally just whatever they want to do. And in my view, that is actually libertinism and that is not positive in any way. Um, And I really, really don't think that conservatives benefit at all from it. I think the reason that conservatives go along with that kind of thinking is because it's easy, right? It's easier to say, I don't care what you do, whatever, do whatever. You have to live alongside those people to whom you say, I don't care what you want to do. Do whatever. You say that to drag queens and they will be reading stories to your kids by tomorrow. And that's what's happening. And I don't think that conservatives fully understand that. It's an idea that's going to need work. You guys are welcome to tell me what you think. I just thought it was super interesting because I noticed that. Oh, hello, everyone in the chat. Appreciate you all over there. Um, it's, it's really frustrating to watch because I'm like, yes, we want everyone to have freedom, but we also need the structure of conservatism. We need principles, and that's where the cultural enforcement comes in. People always assume that I want to use the state to do things like make porn less accessible. Absolutely not. I've never, ever said that I want to use the state to clamp down on what people view on the internet. I personally think that's a terrible idea. Have you seen what the FBI is doing lately? Horrible plan. I want to use cultural enforcement to make it utterly humiliating to even think about going to one of these sites. And it won't be an issue because you'd be happily married because that's the cultural expectation. Everyone around you did it and you did the same thing. Call that a pipe dream. I know it's not going to happen overnight, but ideally, if that's what we prioritize and if that's what we push toward, that's what we're going to get in the end. Quantum Strange Quark says, at least Target is keeping this momentum going. That single can of beer will go down in marketing history as the most damaging and expensive can of beer ever made. True that. It was indeed only one can that they made for Dylan. And wow, has it cost them billions. Ara says, I'm trying to take up less space. Honestly, could stand to lose 20 pounds. Same for me. I'm not focusing as much on that now because I'm pregnant. I was starting to lose weight, getting it in gear again. But first things first, got to get this baby out. Once I get rid of the additional human, I can start to lose weight again. I'm sure it'll be quite fine after that. Lids, you're live and we see you. Yes, you got a little behind the scenes peek at me fixing my violet and making sure you could see our cute little wedding picture back there. I was moving stuff around and watering all the plants earlier today. So there you go. That's what it looks like behind the scenes. Not very interesting. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. Andy says, watch on Rumble and gives us the link. Awesome. Retweet me, please. Here we go over to retweet Andy. Let's see what he says. Tonight, over 6 million Target employees killed in clash with dangerous anti-trans baby extremists. Serious problem. Look at that. We got Michael watching us on the big screen. Terrible plan, really. I would prefer a smaller screen if at all possible, but I am grateful in either case. Anyway, yes, Target definitely has a rating with the human rights campaign, so we know exactly why they're doing what they're doing. It's good to know. We can all at least be on the same page, right? Makis Kirstina says, congrats, Lydia and Andy. Thank you so much. I appreciate your congratulations. We are so excited. Don't know if we're going to have a boy or girl. We are not going to find out, and we are going to have a bunch of kids, Lord willing. Lord willing. I didn't mean to make the peace sign. I I meant to cross my fingers. Lord willing. So we will be reusing gray and green stuff down the road. It doesn't need to be gendered. Not everything needs to be gendered. I honestly believe that very firmly. This is very interesting. Waiting for the trumpet on Twitter says, in regards to the target email, the customer is always, and you think he's going to say right, right? But he says, not mentioned. And I said, yes, because they hate them. They're intentionally excluded. This isn't about those plebs. That's right. The company is the new family because the family can't have control over people. You need the company with these insane, hideous, gross, disgusting, morally reprehensible morals to tell people what they think and to limit, to remove people from their families because family structure holds people accountable to their actual culture. They can't have that. So here we are. I thought that was super interesting, really, really interesting, especially that uh, AP had quietly removed the baseless, violent confrontations from the Target story. Really interesting. It's almost like they couldn't effing prove it. Imagine that. Hmm, I knew it. I knew it. All right, you guys, we're going to talk next about this travel advisory because there has been another one issued, and I know you think it's going to be about Florida, but it's not. And it's not from the NAACP. In fact, we're going to pull up this real article in just a minute because Terry, darn it, Terry, didn't include an actual link. Parents should avoid travel to California, Washington, Minnesota, New York, and other states that have weaponized law enforcement against parents who protect their children from gender ideology. And last I checked... Massachusetts is also considering this. So glad to be leaving. Advocacy Group issues travel advisory to parents over California and Minnesota trans refuge bills. The American Principles Project warned of loss of parental rights in California and Minnesota. And I believe this is Terry Schilling's organization, Claremont Institute, APP. Yep. American Principles Project. Good for them. I'm so glad they issued this warning and it's fully necessary because as we know, These states will literally swoop in and grab your child if given the opportunity. And they will say, shh, you don't have to tell mom and dad you're here. We won't tell them where you are. You can change your gender. You can chop off whatever body parts you want and we'll never tell anyone in your family because you're safe here. Because it's exactly like the target email, right? It's not about the customer. It's about the relationship between Bigger thing and smaller thing. Smaller thing, you're trying to convert into a social justice widget. So bigger thing in this case then would be the state, California, Washington, Minnesota, etc. And the smaller thing would be the child who mistakenly believes they're a different gender. And in the other case, it was Target and then the employee and trying to convince the employee to believe what the, the company believes. Which is fascinating. So let me pull up this article from Fox, unfortunately. Advocacy group... 
Can't type, as always. Issues, travel, advisory. Oh, it's from a couple days ago. I'm really glad he brought it to our attention. Advocacy group issues travel advisory to parents over California and Minnesota trans refuge bills. And this is the American Principal Project. An advocacy group think tank organization issued a travel advisory to California and Minnesota after lawmakers passed legislations to override out-of-state parental rights. And that's what they're doing. Isn't it fun? It's a little bit like the sanctuary cities refusing to enforce federal laws in those states should be 100% illegal. It should either be entirely states' rights, and that state, i.e. California in this instance, can deal with the follow of having a ton of illegal immigration to their state. Immigrants cannot cross the state borders, etc. This would imply, though, that we have some kind of border enforcement at the borders of states. And considering that we can't even have border enforcement at the border of our country, that seems unlikely. But I feel like if we're going to go all in, I love the Tenth Amendment. I like the idea. Don't like the idea of kids going from out of state to that state and being able to get gender affirming care. We all know what that looks like. We've all seen my horrifying, gratuitous posts on Twitter posting actual pictures of what gender affirming care looks like. Doesn't that sound like such a nice term though? And I notice this is something that they do. Oh, we have gender affirming healthcare. That's so sweet. What kind of soulless monster could deny someone gender affirming care? What kind of soulless monster could deny a woman her bodily autonomy and her reproductive healthcare? Oh, right. You mean abortion. You mean dismembering babies in the womb. Right. But you can put a really nice wrap on it if you're a leftist and you never have to think about those procedures and you never have to see them, which is why I like the idea of posting images of what goes on here. I think that everyone should have to see the result of an abortion, whether you're on the pro side or the anti side. You should know what you're talking about. But the way our society treats it right now, it's a little bit like our our societal understanding that we're just not going to talk about politics or religion. I really think that that mindset is what has put us in this state right now. And I think that part of the reason that people are still okay with stuff like abortion and currently gender transitioning surgeries is because we never have to see it, right? You don't have to see it. Um, Women would be incredibly swayed by these images. They're incredibly disturbing. They're really graphic. They're incredibly upsetting. Women are more prone to be emotional than men a little more led by their emotions. There's a reason for that. It's not a flaw. It's a feature too, not a bug. And it's important way to that women work, but it's important. It's important that we know what we're discussing. It's important that we know what we're dealing with, but we have cumulatively decided we're just not going to look at it. We're just going to be okay with it and sign off with it on and sign off on it. And it, It puts us in horrible situations. Here's Terry's quote. It is frightening and enraging to think that such anti-family policies have taken hold here in the United States. That's a great point, Terry. We had Terry on Timcast IRL. Great guest. Really important work they're doing over there. While we have seen great strides throughout the country by lawmakers fighting back against this agenda, we must still be realistic about where things stand. Right now, parents traveling to these uh, states with their children run a very real risk of having their families ripped apart. In September, California lawmakers passed Senate Bill 107 that established the state as a refuge for transgender children and their families. The bill was introduced earlier this year by State Senator Scott Wiener. We know him. We don't like him. He is a Democrat, and he has turned California into 
quote, a predator's paradise. If you guys will hark back to the Abigail Schreier article from City Journal, a whole laundry list of all the horrific ways that Scott Weiner, appropriately named, he looks exactly like his name suggests, you wouldn't believe it, all of the ways that he has made California actively worse and more of a risk to people who are actually at risk. Like kids who ran away are going to be trafficked. They're going to be sold into prostitution. They're going to be used for all kinds of horrible things. But it's because Scott Weiner and his ilk have made it pariah to even talk about, for example, some of the serious, gross sexual health issues that come with homosexual communities. They were the ones who said that men who commit horrific acts with children should not necessarily be called sex offenders and shouldn't be classed as such. Let me look up the exact text of that because I want to make sure I got it right. Scott Weiner is terrible. Oh, let's see here. He gets ratioed on every tweet and I just have to say it's gorgeous. And I, I tweet that article from Abigail Schreier at him every time. Underage boys sex crimes bill. Let's see if we find anything on that. Okay, good for Senator Weiner. Senator Weiner, I will never get tired of saying that, introduces legislation to end discrimination against LGBT people regarding sex offender registration. Greatest headline I've ever read. The sex offender registration unfairly targets LGBTQ people. Maybe try not being sex offenders. Just a thought, just my two cents. I know I'm just a dumb conservative. Today, Senator Scott Weiner introduced a Democrat from San Francisco, figures, introduced Senate Bill 145 to end blatant discrimination against LGBT youth, place people, uh, regarding California's sex offender registry. Currently, for consensual yet illegal sexual relations between a teenager age 15 and over and a partner within 10 years, so that's up to 25 years old. So a 15-year-old and a 25-year-old can engage in adult in adult relations, the relations for which you are legally required to be an adult in all other states, and the 25-year-old won't get in trouble for it because he's gay. This only applies to forms of gay adult relations. Very specifically, and I won't break it down further because it does get pretty graphic. There are two forms. And neither one of them involve female parts. We'll put it that way. Honestly, call that transphobic. But this is this is the kind of disgusting stuff that Senator Weiner is into. But I digress. He also likes to be into leather and dogs and everything. I don't know what he's up to over there. It's not good. California must stand with LGBTQ kids and their families, especially when they're under attack across the country, Weiner said. Parents should never be separated from their kids or criminalized for simply allowing them to be who they are. Oh, doesn't it sound compassionate? Doesn't it sound nice? Doesn't it sound like gender-affirming care is coming down the pike the longer you hear him talk? This ridiculous doublespeak, I can't stand it. In April, Minnesota lawmakers pushed similar legislation that would establish a state as a trans refuge for children who are seeking transgender, and Fox is just reeking of it right now, transgender medical procedures, but who may be denied gender-affirming care in other states. In a party line, a 68 to 62 vote, the Minnesota House passed House something HF 146, which has been introduced by Representative Lee Finke. Holy cow, another really bad actor, a trans politician in Minnesota of the Democratic Farmer Labor Party. Finke is the state's first transgender lawmaker. 
looking meaningfully into the camera. The Minnesota Senate passed legislation by about 34 to 30. All right. Fascinating. Additional legislation is being considered in uh, California, AB 957, to require family courts to strongly consider that affirming the minor's gender identity is the best interest of the child if a non-consenting parent objects to name to a name and gender marker change to affirm uh, conform the minor's gender identity. That doesn't make any sense. The bill would require the court to strongly consider that affirming a minor, minor's gender identity is in the best interest of the child if a non-consenting parent objects to a name and gender marker change to affirm or conform to the minor's gender identity. Still very confusing. Thank you for just repeating it, Fox. Schilling is encouraging parents to get informed and get organized, warning that the left is aiming to enact similar policies at the federal level and in all 50 states. Yes. Guys. I know some of you are willing to fight with me about Trump versus DeSantis, but it is so, so, so important that Republicans win in 2024. First of all, if Republicans don't win in 2024, the party itself is basically done, and I think it deserves to be. Don't don't you? Don't you? Don't you think that if a party can't defeat Joe Houseplant Biden, they deserve to lose and disappear into the ash heap of history? I absolutely do. We need to win. And this is only one of the reasons. Incredibly, incredibly disturbing. So here's what exactly what's going to happen. Let me break it down. The school will tell your kid they're not, they are a gender that they are not. Your child will come home and say, mommy, daddy, I'm confused. I think I'm the other gender. And you will say, no, actually you're not. I'm sorry that you think that it's okay for you to be a tomboy. It's okay for you to like to want to sew or whatever. If you're a boy, it's not a big deal. It's fine. You're still a boy. Then your kid goes back to school and says, my parents didn't like me saying that I was a girl, that I felt like a girl, or that I felt like a boy when I wasn't. And then the school, now we know, doesn't have to tell the parents what they're doing if they're socially transitioning your child. There are parents or there are teachers on TikTok saying that they have closets full of clothing to allow children to change to match their gender identity that the school has decided is theirs. Incredibly disturbing, but that's not where it's going to end. If this does pass federally, because it will if we don't win in 2024, if it passes federally, then the state has the, they have the foot in the door to say, all right, we're going to take your kid. You weren't affirming. You weren't okay with their child changing their gender. And every child has the right to be who they are. What's wrong with you? You soulless monster. Just because you don't want your kid pumped full of hormones or having parts lopped off, being rendered fully infertile long before they're old enough to be able to make that informed decision. In California, Scott Wiener's bill makes it so a 15-year-old can consent to adult activities with a man up to 25 years old, and that man will not be considered a sex offender. Square that circle. I don't know what to make of that, but I am 100% sure that what happens in California is what's going to happen in the rest of the country. If we have Democrats in leadership, what we need is people who aren't Democrats in leadership. And I fully am disenfranchised from both parties at this point, like 100%. I'm actually a conservative. There is no one out there on either side of the aisle who is actually conservative. I want someone who's pro-life, not one, not someone who says, uh, Ron DeSantis' ban on six-week pregnancy abortions is too harsh. Women won't like that. 
No, that's not okay. That's not pro-life. I'm sorry. Pro-life people do believe in six-week abortion bans. They do believe that life begins at conception. They do believe that abortion is really, really bad, and we should probably try to stop it. I don't have a partisan home. It's fine. It's whatever. But if Republicans don't win in 2024, this is only going to get crazier. And I know that Republicans are just progressives driving the speed limit, but we need to do everything we can so that sane people can take back control like they did with Bud Light, because that wasn't the GOP doing that. That was ordinary people who were sick of the BS coming from uh, Tranheiser Bush, as Michael Knowles calls it. And they said, no, we're done with it. We have the power here. We're going to vote with our wallets. That's why people are going over to Public Square. That's why people are signing up for the Daily Wire and canceling their Netflix and Disney Plus subscriptions. It's great. That's not the GOP. That's the party I align with. I don't really care what side of the aisle you fall on. If you agree with me that we should not be giving money that, to companies that hate us. I think that should be a whole freaking party. Call it the um, orange party or something. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever color. Yellow's already taken. Red's already taken. Blue's already taken. We don't want to be t- pink. Green's already taken. Uh, mauve off party okay we're going with it uh gramophone thank you for joining us in the rumble chat there's a little tiny issue with election integrity i know i know that's why the republican win in 2024 needs to be so incredibly overwhelming there's no room for doubt in anyone's mind so it needs to be crushing that means we need to get our act together and by we i mean people who have to support the gop because they have no other choice because we are a two-party system nonsense to me as far as I'm concerned. Don't like it, but we need to unite and we need to make it happen. All right. Crafty Dwarf says, I guess I am more libertine, but my line is still on public display being no and consenting adults only. Of course, that is very common sense. Libertine says, do as thou wilt, which is literally the watchword of actual Satanism. Um, And I don't like it. Libertinism says anything goes anywhere, no holds barred. Just let people do what they want and be themselves. Literally sounds like leftism, right? So interesting that that's, it's, it's actually close to libertarianism, except libertarians ideally would have some principles. They just can't agree on what they are. All right. With an infant, why does it matter what colors they wear? Because people use the color that a baby's wearing to figure out what gender it is. That's fine. I understand. I'm not planning to dress my little boy in pink. Although when I was a little girl, I had, um, these blue Velcro shoes and I didn't, see, I didn't like them. Okay. I knew I was a girl. I didn't really like, when I got older, I had like steel-toed boots for some reason. I had carpenter jeans and I wore flannels and stuff because I kind of felt uncomfortable in my body. You know how it is when you're in adolescence, right? I was tall. I felt gangly. I was like 180 pounds when I was 13 or 14 and I was just like, ugh, I don't look like a Disney princess. I'm not going to dress like a Disney princess. But when you're a baby or when you're a young child, you identify strongly with your gender, you know, even if your parents try to keep you gender neutral, like you'll read these stories from parenting forums where they're like, oh, we're trying to keep our kid really gender neutral, but they still like dolls or they still like dump trucks or whatever. Oh, what are we supposed to do? And I'm like, kids are just doing normal kids stuff. You have no idea how baked in this stuff is. You don't understand biology at all. Why would you? All right. Marquise Christina. I swear I'll get your name right sometime. Good for you. My parents used to say there are so few surprises left in life. Better for the baby sex to be a surprise. I do like that. Um, Andy was like, well, it's a little bit like Chesterton's fence. We don't want to move something that we shouldn't. I did escape mutilation despite being a tomboy. I consider myself very lucky. I'm one of many tomboy girls who grew up to be 
100% straight, super straight, straighter than an arrow, never any interest in doing anything else or being anyone else. But when I was younger, I just felt kind of uncomfortable, you know? And I swear this is why they go for kids who are in adolescence because it is an uncomfortable time. I get it. Like, there's no arguing with that, okay? We can be a little empathetic. We can have a little compassion and say, yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's okay. It gets better. It really does. You grow into yourself. It's not a big deal. Don't even worry about it. All right. St. Miles says, oh, what? I'm not sure what you're referring to. Oh, oh, yeah. That was a little while ago. Never mind. Senate Bill 145. Stevie says, I agree with lids on abortion. I think it should be available, but you need to admit you're extinguishing a life. Well, if we are going to admit we're extinguishing a life, then that would be tantamount to murder or manslaughter at best. And I think that's something that we really need to consider because euthanasia is becoming increasingly popular, too. And there was a question posed to Matt Walsh, I think it was earlier today, asking the question, if we're going to make medical assistance in dying legal and affirm it and push it, why don't we just say, just take the Canadian way out every time and you can do it for free. Wink, wink. If you do it yourself, right? Save everybody a little bit of money. Wild to me. But yeah, yeah. we go human trafficking. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Eddie says, big news, Liz now identifies as super straight instead of straight. No, I've always been super straight. There's never been any question in my mind. And I'm very glad to be a lady. I love that women have unique properties that men don't have, especially in my marriage. I strongly feel that I I really fill in the gaps everywhere that Andy's kind of not maybe not as finely tuned. I'm able to step in and be like, okay, well, I'm good at seeing color. You're not. You're better at depth perception. You drive. I'll pick the interior design stuff. That's how it works naturally. Like, it's not a big deal. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. But no worries there. Anyway, let's see what our next topic is. What do we got? I just, I swear we're just going to scroll through my timeline because I just posted all of these articles over to my timeline. Although there was a little bit of me arguing with pro-Trump people because I just, there comes a certain point where if you follow a politician so closely that you're doing nothing but putting other people down because they don't like that politician, I have a problem with that because it feels like you're not like actually pushing in favor of an idea, right? You're pushing in favor of a person and then it starts to feel like a mafia and then you're doing things like looking for loyalty and then you're denying stuff you did in the past and then you're literally siding with your enemies like Hillary Clinton who was defending Disney the other day just like Donald Trump did, but I digress. Try to keep that to Twitter and try to keep it to a minimum. All right. Oh yeah, here we go. mRNA. Woo, the golden calf. Yay, everyone loves it. Ukraine. Woo, the golden calf. Everyone loves it. Trans, the golden calf. Woo, everyone loves it. Now we are climate. And I said, maybe we should have a real God instead of an idol because in the Bible, the golden calf was an idol. Like there actually was a truth, a transcendent truth, something that was much larger and more objective and they were overlooking it in favor of this golden calf. And it was a serious problem. All right, let's see here. During the pandemic, national test scores plummeted. Mental health met needs were on the rise. And roughly half of students were below grade level in at least one subject as this school year started, according to a federal study released Wednesday. Why do you think that is? Because we shut down the country. You know what state did not have this result? Florida. I tweeted, the people who did this need to pay. They need to lose in 2024. We need someone who stood up to them in 2020. And I stand by that 100%. Uh, let's see here. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bud Light boycott already cost Anheuser-Busch $15.7 billion. And you know what's great about Target? It's been one week and they've lost the equivalent of $10 billion. I have people on the right, and of course, libertarians, because what else would they be saying, telling me that this is insubstantial. It's not a big deal. These These companies are bigger than this. They can overcome it quickly. Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, losing their ish over this. They are taking this very seriously. This is not the action of people who think this is going to be gone by next week. And it's been almost two months we have held their feet to the fire. We have other options. Okay. Especially when it comes to beer. Beer's really easy. Uh, I'd rather not have Bud Light. Can I get a Yingling? Can I have like, uh, I don't know, something else, Tao or something? Literally anything else. Easy. It's the same with Target. And Target is not the cheapest place to buy stuff. Walmart is. And Walmart is not telling you as soon as you walk in the door that they have tuck-friendly bathing suits and they have pride onesies for children and all this other stuff. And um, I don't know. I don't, I just, I don't know how important that HRC thing is to uh, Target. We'll have to see. All right. Enough of this DeSantis stuff. Yes, this is fascinating. Okay. So here's the backstory. The lady who read that poem at the Biden inauguration, one of her poems got moved from one part of the library in a Florida school to a different part. Okay, so it's still in the library. It's still available. It's just pointed toward a different age range. This is how this is being reported. Amanda Gorman gutted after Florida school bans Biden inauguration poem. Florida school bans Amanda Gorman's inaugural The Hill We Climb poem. What a hero. What a martyr. This is such a grave injustice. Kat Rosenfield, who's great, by the way, says, I know the definition of ban is already somewhat flexible, but surely there are better ways to describe a book being moved from one section of the school library to another section of the same library. Well, they're doing this intentionally. Be right back. Banning Portnoy's complaint by reshelving it as fiction section after some joker moved it to cooking food preparation. Oh my. If I were in charge of the simulation, this is definitely where I'd throw in a twist where the Gorman book was moved to a different shelf to make room for 15 copies of anti-racist babies. That's very funny. Then she says, updating with relevant info, those who claim that elementary students would be restricted from accessing this book appear to have been either misinformed or, or overly, overly hasty. No sh- uh, ish. No ish. No kidding. Today, parents at, of Graham KB, K-8, I'm assuming, which is the Florida school, got this recorded message uh, assuring them that the Amanda Gorman, The Hill We Climb, remains accessible to all students. Of course it did. That never changed. Let's read this message. Bob Graham Education Center remains committed to providing quality program of library media center services to our students that includes quality material in a variety of formats and reading levels that offer well-balanced coverage of subjects and support the diverse interests, needs, and viewpoints of our school community, blah, blah, blah. Recently, there's been media coverage regarding one of the books in our collection entitled The Hill We Climb. This text was reviewed and placed in the middle grades area of our school media center. As an additional point of information, The Hill We Climb is classified as young adult in Tidal Wave by Follett and categorizing it as middle grades and accelerated reader. However, to be clear, even though The Hill We Climb is located in the middle grades area of our media center, it remains accessible to all students. Imagine that! They were lying through their teeth! Unbelievable. 
Update. Finally, many have been asking about the complaints related to each book. Today, we learned more about the parent who made the complaint as well as her reasoning, often brief and typically involving the word indoctrination. Well, sure. A parent has a right to think that their child might be being indoctrinated. Hmm. Okay. So she says, remove the challenging material is not educational and have misdirection, hate messages, pages 12 through 13. Are you aware of professional reviews on this material? She says, I don't need it. I respect it. Fully respect it. For what age group did you recommend this material? She says, not for schools. What do you believe is the function of this material? Causes confusion and indoctrination. That's fine. You should be welcome to make those complaints. And then we have Cuban kids. Here's another one. Page five, page seven, page eight, and more. Indoctrination. Yes. Uh, Are you aware of professional reviews on this material? No. What age group would you recommend this? Interesting. So she had a few books that she didn't like. Again, parents should be free to make these requests. Now, the school doesn't necessarily have to honor them, and that's fine, too, if they think that these kids need to have exposure to these ideas. But I do respect that the parents feel or are concerned about indoctrination. And to be fair, this is 100% something we've been seeing with Gender Queer and all those other awesome books. All right, let's see here. Oh, we had our travel advisory. We talked about Target. So excited to see where we go out from here. Now we got to call it this ish right now. Get it? Just hiding the terrible site. Dwigs, thank you for joining. He came over from Shamer. You guys, if you don't watch Seamus Coglin at 6 p.m. here on Rumble at Shamer, you're missing out because he is a fun interviewer and a good presenter. He's a lot of fun. He's a great person. I am going to get him on this show one way or the other, and I got him to promise in the chat of his stream that he'd be joining us with witnesses, including Dwigs. So let's go. Let's get it. Be real and be right. That's right. I will 100% be right. Yes, election integrity we 100% need more of. Fully agree. The gender language, what is a girl or a boy? Sexual deviants tend to end up as sexual predator lists. Big surprise. I know. It's shocking, right? Uh, let's see here. Muckraking, instead of discussing policy, not sure what you're referring to. I know I've jumped around a little bit this afternoon. Uh, Eddie says, I agree. It's funny to catch myself and noticing those complimentary features between me and my wife. That's right. Congratulations on the baby, by the way. When are you due? We are having our first baby in October. What day? We are having our first baby in October too, hopefully around the 23rd. So kind of toward the latter um, half, one quarter of the month. Very exciting. Keenan says, 15-year-old and 25. Dexter knew what to do. Yeah, I know what to do too, and I can't say it on a live stream. Stevie says they play a game where they pretend that first grade teachers have unrestricted free speech rights when they're at work instructing small children. That's right. You don't. You are in the workplace, which means that your employer sets the standards for your speech. Sorry, not sorry. That's the way professionalism works. In fact, I did want to talk about this professor. Really exciting stuff. I don't know if you guys saw this video, but there was a professor who just came right out and was screaming at pro-life people who had a table set up and were talking to others about how they don't like abortion. And she just came up and was full on screaming at them. She was like, you don't know what you're talking about, all this other stuff. She, I think, got in trouble for that. I think she got thrown out and then, excuse me, thrown out. Oh my gosh, pardon me. And the New York Post sent a reporter to her apartment. Here's what happened next. You won't believe what happened next. Shalene Rodriguez smirks sports FTP tattoo. 
She has a degree in critical race theory. So, of course, she says FTP. After being charged over a machete threat. A machete threat, you say? Who is she threatening? I wonder. FTP, by the way, stands for forget the police. But not forget. Very unfamily-friendly word. The manic Manhattan arts professor who held a machete to a post reporter's neck and threatened to chop him up flashed a brazen smile Thursday after law enforcement sources said she was slapped with harassment and menacing charges. A smirking Shalene Rodriguez, 45, holy cow, she had no better, um, had held her head high as she was escorted out of the 43rd precinct in the Bronx in handcuffs just after 11 a.m., several hours after turning herself over on Tuesday, caught on camera after Tuesday's caught on camera ordeal, excuse me. The professor had her slew of tattoos on full display, including FTP for F the police, inked into her fingers, as well as an image of brass knuckles and the boxing term Southpaw scrawled across her hand. She strikes me as an incredibly violent person, probably a member of Antifa. Earlier, Rodriguez wore black sunglasses and was flanked by a handful of supporters. Of course she was, after she held a machete to a person's neck. As she walked into the precinct to surrender to cops. She's literally just a celebrity at this point. Welcome to New York City. <coughs> Rodriguez, Rodriguez's uh, arrest follows Tuesday's shocking chain of events, which unfolded when veteran post reporter knocked on her apartment door to ask her about viral footage of her cursing out Hunter College pro-life students. Yeah, this is this is your hero. I hope you're enjoying this. Get the F away from my door. I'm going to chop you up with this machete, the unhinged professor screamed before barging out with a blade. When the reporter and photographer quickly exited the apartment building, dash cam video showed Rodriguez still armed with a machete chasing them down the street. If I see you on this block one more effing time, you're going to dot, 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 she said. Get the F off the block. Get the F out of here, yo. What a gem. What a gem. This person was teaching school. This literally looks like a confrontation with a homeless woman with a knife on a street corner in New York City. But this is actually a professor from an actual school. This is your higher education system, guys. And this is why I don't care for higher education right now. Her degrees are, in fact, in critical theory. Surprising no one. Rodriguez held the machete to post reporter's neck Tuesday outside her Bronx apartment, and she knows she will get away with just a slap on the wrist for this because she's in New York City, and she knows that Alvin Bragg and his employees have got her back. Because why wouldn't they? She then kicked the reporter in his shins before retreating back into her building. She was fired by Hunter College in the wake of the ordeal while the School of Visual Arts, where she also worked as a professor, was reviewing her employment as of Wednesday. Good. Saga came after Rodriguez had made headlines earlier the week in the week when footage surfaced online showing her unleashing a profanity-laden attack on anti-abortion students at the Hunter College on May 2nd. You're not educating ish, this is effing propaganda, the art professor told students as they stood behind an information table they'd set up. What are you going to do, like anti-trans next? Hey, that's a great idea, let's go. She continued before tossing the students' pamphlets on the floor. Oh, she looks really apologetic here. Again, she doesn't need to be. She doesn't need to be. She's got this made, okay? No one is going to punish her for this. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. And why should she? She will not be held accountable for anything she's done up to and including threatening someone's life and chasing them out with a machete. I don't know if you guys have seen machetes, but they're literally like this long. I know because I used to use one when I was a kid because my, my childhood was very unconventional. 
my parent, my grandparents had pomegranate trees because they lived in New Mexico and they were very, very messy to chop up. So my grandmother gave us an old machete and she said, it's relatively dull, but be careful with it. Chop the pomegranates on the back porch so you don't get this gross pomegranate juice all over my nice kitchen. So we did. We thought it was fine. No one ever got hurt with it. But I do know exactly how big machetes are, and they are no joke. So yeah, here are her tattoos in question. FTP, delightful southpaw, right? She's left-handed. Checks out. In wake of her machete threats, it emerged that Rodriguez is suing the NYPD for allegedly abusing her during the 2020 George Floyd protest. She definitely, and I'm not saying this with any shred of uncertainty, she definitely did something that warranted some kind of manhandling by the police, has previously organized a string of anti-cop protests in the Bronx, which led to mass arrests. Rodriguez, who is a lead plaintiff in the lawsuit, claims she suffered nerve damage from being zip-tied when she was nabbed and put in a prisoner van with 14 other protesters. The professor helped organize several FTP protests in the Bronx in the afternoon, of Floyd's death at the hands of Minneapolis cops. FTP stands for many things, including free the people, feed the people, and in the context of certain anti-police protests, F the police, her lawsuit against the NYPD says. Yes, she's clearly biased against the cops, which I'm very curious how this plays out with the DA's office and with her interactions with the police regarding threatening a literal reporter with a machete to his neck. Good stuff. So... I just wanted to bring that to you guys' attention. I just thought it was super interesting. I'm not going to hold my breath on that one, but I do think that it's something we need to be aware of. People keep talking about how we have two different systems of justice. I'm more inclined to say we just don't have any system of justice at all because anytime you are prioritizing the rights of one group above another, you don't have a double system. You have no system at all. Absolutely none. Like... It's not even not even a comparison that I'm willing to make. It's not good. All right, you guys. Andy says, I was over on Rumble, but couldn't comment. All I got was forbidden. So back to YouTube for now. Very sorry to hear that. Try refreshing. Try using a different browser. This is username 142, by the way, not actually Andy. Then Andy's giving tips on how to fix that. Yep. Okay. Wasn't following lids yet. I'll try again. Thank you for following me. If you don't follow me on Rumble, please do that. That to me is more important than having followers on YouTube. 100%. Robin Hood had a friar tuck. Indeed. Yes. Thank you. Will says, Elad has some good stuff on her. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Elad is great with the New York City stuff. In fact, I really want to have him on the live stream too. We will make that happen for sure. Elad, sure. Ugh. Andy says, Elad's great. We should have him on. We will. We will. He's great. We've always been on good terms. He's always a little contraventional, I like to call him because he's a little, little, uh, oh no, where's the locals chat? I forgot to open that one up. You're right. Thank you. Whisper. We also do have the locals stuff going. That's a great time over there. I love that locals chat. That's wonderful. Let me see if I can get over there. Let me use this handy dandy little button. Oh no, I can't do that. Hmm, annoying. Locals is great though. If you guys aren't familiar, go over and check out the platform. You can follow me. You can follow a bunch of your favorite creators, which is awesome. I don't see today's live stream, but that's okay. I just see yesterday's, which was about Ron DeSantis' presidential announcement. I don't know if you guys had a chance to check that out. Um, I made the comment that it was really funny and interesting to see technical errors made by people other than me, because I know the kind of pressure that puts you under. It's not fun at all. I'm sorry that Twitter wasn't able to stand up to the scrutiny, but I'm really, really, really interested to see where we go from here as far as like politicians being able to go right onto Twitter and interact directly with the people because we had regular people 
asking Ron DeSantis questions and Elon Musk questions, and it was a lot of fun. We had Thomas Massey there. Um, who else weighed in? Steve Deese, who has a great show, weighed in. Uh, I know there were some other people, but I can't think of them right now. Thomas Massey was talking about how he powers his house with a Tesla battery, which is hilarious and great. Um, and he is from Kentucky, so he got routed out for having a Kentucky coal license plate on his Tesla, which is hilarious. But it is all good. I enjoyed that a lot. I'm really looking forward to, uh, huh? Oh, thanks, dear. And he says, locals chat is up. He stuck his head. There he is. Yeah. I see it now, I think. Oh, I don't know. Totally lost. Oh, there we go. We got a live chat. Oh, okay. The thumbnail is the same as it was before. Locals chat, super cool. We love the live chat. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, I'm really looking forward to Twitter being used as a tool. I think it's hilarious that um, DeSantis crashed the platform. Really, really interesting. I know it's new technology and totally a failure on Twitter's part. And Elon Musk certainly has cut... Twitter staff to a skeleton crew. So I completely see why it happened. Um, no excuses. No excuses. I'm sure it won't happen again, but we'll see next time how it goes. All right. Here we have from Andy, this delightful meme. My wife, people say you can trust the government and me eight beers deep. Thankfully, Andy will not be eight beers deep. We will keep it sane and sober. But yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, Andy says local chat is greater than YouTube. Whisper says, hey there, hello everyone. Yes, locals chat is fantastic because you can send memes in the locals chat and it's awesome and I love it very much. But we are nearing the end of our stream and I have rambled for quite a long time for sure. So thank you all again for joining me. Make sure you are following me, my channel, not me privately, but my channel. Make sure you're following Sour Patch Lids with that green check next to it. I will show you what it looks like here. Looks like this. This is the green check in question. This is the Sour Patch Lids you want to follow. This is the actual channel, not the individual user. Rumble is a little bit confusing in that way, but we are getting used to it. So, yeah, thank you guys all so much for joining me in the chat over on Rumble. Love to see it. Was really enjoying Shamer. Earlier this afternoon, I got to get into pop culture crisis chat too. I think I'll probably try to do Shamer on, I don't know, like Thursday and then pop culture crisis on Friday. It's good times. All right. Gramophone says, by coincidence, when Musk announced a new CEO, I returned to my shadow banning status. Fascinating. I do not like the way this new CEO looks. Very, very interesting. Random user says, that's a normal level of crazy in the city. Yes, she is emblematic of everything that's going on in New York City. So if you live there... She'd probably uh, jet for sure. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm getting very sleepy. I'm going to go make strawberry shortcakes for Andy and we're going to grill steak and it's going to be great. Take the dog out and run around with her and it's going to be super fun. You guys can now jet right over to Timcast IRL. I'm sure it'll be great tonight. I'm sure uh, last night they mentioned the DeSantis announcement as well, even though they are all, all in for Trump, which is it's your own choice. You decide which way you want to go. Don't really care as long as a Republican wins in 2024. That is the larger goal. But I don't think that we can or should be targeting people within the same party like we have been. I just think we should be calling out shortcomings where we see them. Gramophone says, God bless you, Lydia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, you guys. Twitter is losing bigly. Continue to boycott them and tell everyone you know to boycott Target. Tell them why. Normal people do not like this stuff, okay? 
Normal people need to know this stuff. Normal people aren't like us. They aren't on Twitter all the time. They aren't terminally invested in the news and all this other stuff that I assume you all are. But yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I get the feeling that what happened to Bud Light is going to happen to Target too. And I think it should happen to every company that does anything like this going forward. I really feel like this could shift the tide. Really, really exciting. So I will see you all tomorrow. We are again going to be live streaming. It will be Friday. We will take it easy. We will chill. We will see if we can rope Andy into live streaming with us. We might invite Dip and Dot. It'll be a lot of fun no matter what we decide to do. Until next time, I will see you all then. Stay well. Stay safe. Stay out of Target. Until next time. Bye, guys.